Welcome to Zichu Daf Siman Remember by Ram Goldhar and today Mazachas Nadarim Daf Yud Alf the first parak Kol Kanuye. So the three dots we're going to focus on. Number one, the Mishan Daf Yud Amabes taught that one who says Malchun Shochulacha Aser not Chun should be that which I eat of yours. He is forbidden from eating his friend's food. Lachun is interpreted as Lo Chun not Chun. The Gemara here explains that by saying it should not be chun, it is inferred that it should be instead like a carbon. The Gemara asks that Artana cannot be Rabbi Meir, because he doesn't hold of Mikal Rav Atashumayahen, that from an inference of a negative you hear a positive, so he would not consider this vow effective. The Tana therefore must be Rabbi Yehuda, who does hold Mikal Rav Atashumayahen. The Gemara clarifies that although Rabbi Yehuda is recorded explicitly in the latter part of the Mishnah, the truth is, is that the entire Mishnah is according to Rabbi Yehuda. Point number two, the Gemara cites a b'risa which states, Chun ha-chun k'chun, ben sh'ochulacha ben sh'ochulacha, mutter. If one says chun, the chun, or like chun, whether you conclude it with that which I eat of yours or that which I do not eat of yours, the food is permitted to him. The Gemara notes that this second case, that which I do not eat, reflects the opinion of Rabbi Meir who holds, as quoted above, that we do not hold, from an inference of a negative, you hear a positive, so the netter is not effective. The Gemara challenges this from the end of the self-same price, which states, which we initially interpreted as, not that which I do not eat of yours, the food is permitted. But ask more, there is a mission which Rabbi Meir states that a parallel case, which should be understood as not like a carbon, that which I do not eat, which implies that what I do eat is like a carbon, is actually Aser. The Gemara wonders why this is so, since Rabbi Meir does not hold and answers that Rabbi Meir holds that we interpret his words to mean like a carbon your food should be, therefore I will not eat of yours. The word carbon can also be understood as the positive for a carbon, which is how we translate it when doing so will make the netter effective. And point number three, Rami Barakama asked, If one said, this should be to me like the meat of a carbon shlamim, after the zrika of the blood, what is the halacha? The Gemara says that this expression as is is no question at all because he's linking his netter with a permitted item, meaning the meat of a shlamim after zrika, which is at that time permitted for consumption. The more clarifies that the inquiry was made where a person had meat of a shlamim after zrika in front of him and said about a second permitted item in front of him, zeh kazeh, this should be like this. The question is, be karo kamatpis? Is he linking the netter with its origin, meaning the primary state of the carbon before the zrika in which it was prohibited, or he's linking the netter with its current permitted status? The more will attempt to resolve this question on the next off. So once again, the three points are number one, the Mishnah Dav Yodama base taught that one who says, not chun should be that which I eat of yours, he is forbidden from eating his friend's food. Lachun is interpreted as lochun, not chun. The Gemara here explains that by saying it should not be chun, it is inferred that it should be instead like a carbon. The Gemara asks that Artana cannot be Rabbi Meir, because he doesn't hold of Mikal Rav Atashumayahen, that from an inference of a negative you hear a positive, so he would not consider this vow effective. The Tana therefore must be Rabbi Yehuda, who does hold Mikal Rav Atashumayahen. The Gemara clarifies that although Rabbi Yehuda is recorded explicitly in the latter part of the Mishnah, the truth is, is that the entire Mishnah is according to Rabbi Yehuda. Point number two, the Gemara cites a b'risa which states, Chun ha-chun k'chun ben sh'ochulacha ben sh'ochulacha mutter. If one says chun, the chun, or like chun, whether you conclude it with that which I eat of yours or that which I do not eat of yours, the food is permitted to him. The Gemara notes that this second case, 
that which I do not eat, reflects the opinion of Rabbi Meir who holds, as quoted above, that we do not hold, from an inference of a negative, you hear a positive. So the netter is not effective. The more challenges this from the end of the self-same price, which states, which we initially interpret as, not chun, that which I do not eat of yours, the food is permitted. But asking more, there is a mission which Rabbi Meir states, that a parallel case, a carbon which should be understood as not like a carbon, that which I do not eat, which implies that what I do eat is like a carbon, is actually Asr. The Gemara wonders why this is so, since Ramir does not hold Mikol Lava Tashumayahen and answers that Ramir holds that we interpret his words to mean like a carbon your food should be, therefore I will not eat of yours. The word La Carbon can also be understood as the positive for a carbon, which is how we translate it when doing so will make the netter effective. And pointing with you, Rami Barakama asked, If one said, this should be to me like the meat of a carbon shlamim, after the zrika of the blood, what is the halacha? The Gemara says that this expression as is, is no question at all, because he's linking his netter with a permitted item, meaning the meat of a shlamim after zrika, which is at that time permitted for consumption. The Gemara clarifies that the inquiry was made where a person had meat of a shlamim after zrika in front of him, and said about a second permitted item in front of him, this should be like this. The question is, is he linking the netter with its origin, meaning the primary state of the carbon before the zirika, in which it was prohibited, or he's linking the netter with its current permitted status. The Gemara will attempt to resolve this question on the next daf. Alright, so now we get our simmer daf Yudalaf, and our standard simmer is stars, like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The eccentric guide of the planetarium, which had strict rules about not eating their star exhibits, was frustrated that his guests did not make an inference from his comment of, not chulun, that which you eat. So instead, he told them, which meant that because it's like a carbon you cannot eat, and then showed them a constellation that looked like the meat of a shlamim after Zerika. Once again, it's a motion. The eccentric guide of the planetarium, which had strict rules about not eating their star exhibits, star exhibits, that must be run off, you know of, stars. The eccentric guide of the planetarium, which had strict rules about not eating near star exhibits, was frustrated that his guests did not make an inference from his comment of not chulun, that which you eat, which reminds us, the Mishnah Dav Yudam Beis taught that one who says lechun sh'okhlocha, aser, not chulun, should be that which you eat of yours, he is forbidden from eating his friend's food. Lachun is interpreted as lochun, not chulun. The Gemara here explains that by saying it should not be chulun, it's inferred that it should be instead like a carbon and determines that the Tana is Rabbi Yehuda, for it cannot be Rabbi Mer, for Rabbi Mer does not hold of that from an inference of a negative, you hear a positive. So he would not consider this vow effective. So the eccentric guide of the planetarium, which had strict rules about not eating near star exhibits, was frustrated that his guests did not make an inference from his comment of not chulun, that which you eat. So instead he told them, well, carbon, well, which meant that because it's like a carbon you cannot eat, which reminds us where Mary interprets the words, well, carbon, well, to mean, well, carbon, like a carbon your food should be, therefore I will not eat of yours. So the eccentric guide of the planetarium, which had strict rules about not eating near star exhibits, was frustrated that his guest did not make an inference from his comment of not chulun, that which you eat. So instead told them, which meant that because it's like a carbon you cannot eat, and then showed them a constellation that will take the meat of a shlamim. After Zerika, which reminds us, Rami Barakama asked, If one said this should be to me like the meat of a carbon shlamim, 
After the zrika of the blood, what is the halacha? The Gemara clarifies that the inquiry was made where a person had the meat of the shlamim after zrika in front of him, and said about a second permitted item in front of him, zeh kazeh, this should be like this. The question is, is he linking the netter with its origin, meaning the primary state of the carbon, before the zrika in which it was prohibited, or is he linking the netter with its current permitted status? So once again, the eccentric guide of the planetarium, which had strict rules about not eating near star exhibits, was frustrated that his guest did not make an inference from his comment of, not chun, that which you eat, so instead told them, which meant that because it's like a carbon you cannot eat, and then showed them a constellation that looked like the meat of a shlamim, after Zrika. Alright, so now it's time for it. Four blah chazar. Dav Zayn. So the symbol Dav Zayn is a gun. So here goes. The Yeshiva Bachar, the gun range, gun range, that must be more on Dav Zayn, Koi Zayn, gun. The Yeshiva Bachar, the gun range, who wasn't sure if he could say Shema in a second structure that might have been designated as a lavatory, which reminds us, Rivina asked, Yesh, Yadav basic say hello, are Yadam effective for designating a lavatory or not in regard to the prohibition to reciting Shema, learning Torah, or dovening within it? So the Yeshiva Bachar, the gun range, who wasn't sure if he could say Shema in a second structure that might have been designated as a lavatory, went ballistic and excommunicated a friend who said Hashem's name in vain, which reminds us of Hanin said in the name of Rav, One who hears mention of Hashem's name in vain from its friend's mouth, he must excommunicate him. And if he did not excommunicate him, he himself should be excommunicated. Because all places where mention of Hashem's name in vain is common, there poverty is common. So the Yeshiva Bachar had the gun range, who wasn't sure if he could say Shema in a second structure that might have been designated as a lavatory, went ballistic and excommunicated a friend who said Hashem's name in vain, whereas his Rebbe excommunicated himself first with the intent to release himself and his Talmud later, which reminds us what Gidel said in the name of Rav, Talmud Chochem, and may excommunicate himself and then annul it for himself. The Gemara cites as an example of this principle the practice of Marzut or Chasida, when a student required excommunication, he would excommunicate himself first and only then excommunicate the student. And when he came home, he would release himself and then release the student. Tosos explains that he would excommunicate himself first to ensure he would remember to release the student. Dav Ches, so the simmer Dav Ches is Chala. So here goes. When the inspired Beg who vowed to wake up early to learn Masechus Chala, Chala, that must be on Dav Ches. When the inspired baker who vowed to wake up early to learn Masechus Chala arrived at the base Midrash, which reminds us of Gittel taught in the name of Rav, one who says, I will rise early and learn this parak or learn this Masech, he has made a great netter to Hashem. Since he can put himself in the explicit mitzvah to learn Torah by simply reciting Krishna in the morning and evening, the oath takes effect on him because he has sworn to do beyond what he was explicitly commanded at Har Sinai. So when the inspired baker who vowed to wake up early to learn Masechus Chala arrived at the base Midrash, he found a distraught friend who couldn't sleep after having a nightmare that he was excommunicated, which reminds Rav Yosef said, If they excommunicated someone in his dream, he needs ten people to release it for him. The Ron explains that we're concerned that this Nidui was imposed by an agent of Hashem, and therefore ten people are required to annul the Nidui since the Shekhinah joins an assemblage of ten people. So when the inspired Beku vowed to wake up early to learn Masechus Chala arrived at the base Medrash, he found a distraught friend who couldn't sleep after having a nightmare that he was excommunicated, and who only felt better when the sun 
began to rise, which reminds us, Abai said, we learned from the Pasuk, which states, Shemesh Tzedak Umarpe, a son of righteousness and healing, that the dust of the day, meaning the sun, heals. The Gemara says that this Pshad is in disagreement with that of Rish Lakish, who used this Pasuk as a source for his statement, that in Gehenim Olam Haba, there's no Gehenim in the world to come. Ela, Kosh Baruch Hu Motzi Chamim Natika, rather, Kosh Baruch will take the sun out of its case, and the Tzedikim will be healed by it, and the wicked will be dealt justice by it. Daf Tess, so the symbol of Daf Tess is a teapot. So here goes. The group of Rashaim sitting around drinking tea, drinking tea. That must be on Daf Tess, teapot. The group of Rashaim sitting around drinking tea and making Nadarim, which reminds us the mission states as another example of Yadus Nadarim. If one says, Kenidri Rashaim, Nadabanazur, Ubakar, Ubashvua, like the vows of the wicked, he's made a netter to be a Nazar or to bring a carbon or to effect an oath. This qualifies as a netter because it's within the practice of the Rashaim to make Nadarim. If one says Kenidri Kasherim, like the vows of the virtuous, it's not effective because it's not the practice of the virtuous to make Nadarim. Still, if he said Kenid Vosam, like their pledges, the vow is effective because the Kesherim do make pledges. So the group of Rashaim sitting around drinking tea and making Nadarim were rebuked by the waiter who told them it's better to not vow at all than even to vow and pay, which reminds us of Pasuk and Kohela states, It's better that you do not vow than vow and not pay. Rabbi Meir says, Better than vowing and paying and vowing and not paying is one who does not vow at all. Rabbi Yudah says, Better than not vowing and vowing and not paying is one who vows and pays. The Ron explains that Rabbi Yudah's opinion is based on the previous passage which says, That which you vow, pay. So the group of Rashaim sitting around drinking tea and making Nadarim were rebuked by the waiter who told them it's better to not vow at all than even to vow and pay. But making a dava of Nazirus, like the handsome man with the long curly hair sitting in the corner next to the mirror, is totally acceptable, which reminds us of the story of Shimon Tzadik and the handsome Nazir with beautiful hair. Daf Yud, so the simmer Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The pious members of a minion of Yidin, a minion of Yidin? That must be more on Daf Yud. The pious members of a minion of Yidin who pledged to become Nazirim, so they can bring a khatas, which reminds us, Rabbi holds that it is virtuous to become a Nazir, as he said, Chasidim Rishim Hei Misavim, Having karmachatas, the early pious ones desired to bring a karmachatas, because a karmachatas does not bring any stumbling through them, so they do not have their own chatas obligations. Mayosim, what do they do instead? They would arise and pledge Naziris to Hashem to become thereby obligated in the karmachatas to Hashem. So the pious members of a minion of Yidin, who pledged to become Nazirim, so they can bring a chatas, were in shock when the rabbi called them sinners for abstaining from wine, which reminds us of Rabbi Shimon, however, disagreed with Rabbi Yehuda and said that the pious would not accept Naziris, so they should not be called sinners, as it says, the keeper of and the Kohen will atone from the Nazir for having sinned relating to the soul. The Gemara quotes a similar position, Belazar HaKapar, who added, regarding which soul did he sin, El it's rather because he afflicted himself by abstaining from wine. So the pious members of a minion of Yidin who pledged to become Nazirim, so they can bring Achatas, were in shock when the rabbi called them sinners for abstaining from wine. Just as news broke out that the Chami invented Kinuim for Nidarim, lest people who should just say carbon will come to simply say Lashem, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan said that Kinuim are Lashem Umos Hen. They are from the languages of other nations, whereas Rabbi Shalakish said, Lashem Shabadulim Chachamu Yos Noderbo. They are terms that Chamim invented to vow with. The Gemara explains Rabbi Shalakish's opinion that the reason they created substitute terms rather than using the original term carbon was out of fear that a person may intend to say carbon Lashem and may say only Lashem to Hashem, thus saying Hashem's name in vain. All right, now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. 
Number one. Which stuff in the Rabbi Shimon holds that people who pledge Naziras are sinners? They're chotim since they're abstaining from wine. That's on Daf. Yud. Good number two. Which stuff in the Mishnah which states, Lachun Lachla Aser is not Rabbi Meir, for he does not hold of Mikvel Lav Atashamehen. That's on Daf. Yud Av. Good number three. Which stuff in the one who says, I'll rise early and learn this parak, or I'll learn this Masachta, he's made a great vow to Hashem. That's on Daf. Ches. Good number four. Which stuff do we have Whether it's better to make a nether and pay or not to make a nether at all. That's on Dav. Tess. Good number five. Which stuff do we have Rabbi Yochanan holds? Can you more invented by the Chamim so people will not come to simply say Lashem? That's on Dav. Yud. Good number six. Which stuff do we have one who makes a nether, Kenidre Rashaim, has made a nether, but one who says Kenidre Kasherim has not? That's on Dav. Test. Good number seven. Which of the other Rabbi Meir understands the words la carbon la as la carbon yehei la fika like a carbon your food should be, therefore I will not eat of yours. That's on Dav. Yudav. Good number eight. Which stuff we have the story of Shimon and Tzadik and the handsome Nazir with the beautiful hair? That's on Dav. Test. Good number nine. Which of the other Rabbi said? that the Hasidim Rishonim would pledge Naziras so they could bring Achatas to Hashem. That's on Dav. Yud, good. And number 10. Which stuff do we have Rami Bar regarding making something Asir, which is next to the meat of a Shlamim after Zerika? That's on Dav. Yud, all of excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zich wishing you a great day and great learning.